You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. So when's the right time to refinance? If you buy a house, how long do you have to wait or should you wait before you refinance your loan? And what you, you what should you consider? Steve, not Danny, with First United Mortgage is on the line. <laughs> Steve, by the way, uh, Steve Brown and not Danny. That's an inside joke. As in, that's his name on the screen right now because we're doing a remote studio. And uh, why not Danny? You know, I'm so happy to just be Steve. Can I just stay with that? Just that's... be Steve. <laughs> you know who you are. You're solid in that foundation. So, Steve, when you're when you're refinancing or how long after you buy a house should you wait before you refinance? This question comes up often, and it really there's a lot of things you have to look at. The key thing whenever we're having these conversations with people is, one, how long do you plan on being in the house? Because to do a refinance, there it's kind of twofold. You're going to you're going to have closing costs again because a new appraisal is going to have to be done. But Your wait a minute. Title work is gonna... I know I'm cutting you off here, but you, some of these places advertise no closing costs on a refinance. How is that? Right. There are closing costs on every transaction. So title work, appraisal, recording fees, escrows for taxes and insurance. That's going to be on every transaction. Now, what some of these lenders that you may see online or on TV, what they're promoting is no closing costs. What they're doing is From they're them. building that into the rate. So they're going to charge you a higher rate to give you a credit, a premium credit towards those closing costs so you don't have to pay them. So that it's, it's not a magic mortgage company that has no closing costs. It's just the shell game. And you, you were watching the wrong shell while they were all being switched around. That's correct. Yes. Now, what you can do in a refinance, if you have equity in your home, you can roll those closing costs into your loan. So in essence, you wouldn't have to bring anything to closing. So it may sound like, oh, I don't have any closing costs because I didn't have to bring any money to closing. But that's not entirely true. That's the you other. Just rolled them into your mortgage. That's the other whammy, isn't it? That people are sold. Well, it's nothing out of pocket. Well, while they're telling you it's nothing out of pocket, that other shell that's being moved around has this huge nut in it that is being added back onto your loan, and the cost of the refinance is extraordinary. Yes, it is, and so that's why we have to look at: Does this make sense? So you look at how much. How much are these new closing costs going to be on a refinance? How much is that going to lower your monthly payment? And then what we do is we we take that figure, divide it by the monthly savings of your monthly payment, and that determines your break-even point as far as when you're going to recoup those costs. So then the other thing you have to look at is how long am I going to be in this house to truly realize a net benefit from this refinance? Example being? Let's say your, and I'll just use some rough numbers. Let's say your closing costs are going to be $5,000 and you're saving $125 a month. So your break-even point is what? That's roughly 40 months. So 40 months, that's that's a little over three years. That's when your break-even point is going to be in that scenario of when you're going to get start getting ahead. So then you have to ask yourself, how long am I going to live in this house? If you're going to, if you're only going to be in the house for three to five years, my personal opinion, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do the refinance. I would say the conversations I'm having are, is this a seven, eight, 
10-year, 12-year house for you. But this is only this one example. That's if you're saving $100 right. a month. The thing that's caused this huge rush to the point that many mortgage companies have said, no more. We're not even taking any more applications to refinance or do new mortgages because we're so overwhelmed with the demand is because people are saving well over $100 a month. They're saving hundreds of dollars a month. And the payout can be in a matter of six to 18 months. Is that inaccurate? No, that's a that's a fair statement because if when they're saving, say they're going for if they're if they're cutting one to one and a half percent off of their current rate, then yes, that's going to close the gap on their current mortgage payment. It's going to lower it significantly, so it's going to close the gap on whenever they recoup those closing costs. So yes, to your point, that's why we're seeing a huge demand. There's been a huge influx of new mortgage refinance applications since about this time last year. So am I uh, am I going to make a lot of enemies if I just say that the mortgage business is uh, rife with shysters? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on who's listening. Um, I'm going to say no comment to that. Darryl. But here's, here's the point. This is what I wanted to bring this up, why I wanted to bring this up, because there are some really fabulous people, especially in the Tulsa market, that are good mortgage consultants, Loan, loan originators, uh, mortgage officers, all kinds of different names for the same thing. Essentially, they're selling you money. They're selling you a mortgage, a loan. That's how they make their money is they're charging interest, et cetera. That's all good. That's how the market works. What you have to be careful of as a consumer is that you're not talking to someone who is telling you what you want to hear so that you're not paying attention to what really matters. And this comes down to like the annual percentage rate, the APR. That's Explain that calculation, Steve, and how it would relate to, uh, to a refinance. Sure. The APR, that's looking at the total cost of the loan. So there are certain fees that go into that calculation. Um, two right offhand are you want to look at the lender fees that they're charging. Are they charging an admin fee, an origination fee, Junk discount fees? fees? I'm sorry? Junk fees. If you're loading it with a whole bunch yes. of junk fees, and by the way, there are good lenders. We just all call them junk fees in the, in, the, sure. in the business. But if you've got too many, people have to make their money. If you've got too many, that's, that's way over the top, and people need to know. You can shop around for this. Absolutely. That's, that's the first thing that I – here's what I tell people on a refinance all the time. Look at the lender fee first because all other – the third-party costs are going to be the same no matter who your lender is. But you want to look at the true lender fees, the junk fees, the processing and admin fees that the lender charges. Yeah, and they all have different names. It's like kind of like shopping for a mattress. It's all the same mattress, and they put a different tag on it. <laughs> <laughs> You're never going to want to come back on my show again. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Steve Brown with First United Bank Mortgage. Listen, I, I love to have this kind of conversation with you, Steve, because you're just fun to talk to. And we really get some things out in the open for people to consider. Just think about it. Look and ask the questions. If you're dealing with somebody who's who's got high integrity, uh, they're not going to be offended by these questions. They're going to say they're going to welcome them and they're going to help you make the decision that's right for you because the same decision isn't right for everyone. Steve Brown, First United Bo Bank Mortgage. What's your number? 918-381-0918. Hey, you're that guy I hear on the radio. <laughs> oh, that guy. Steve. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin. 